This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wal-aqibatu lil-muttaqeen wa-salatu wa-salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa azwajihi wa dhurriyatihi wa ahli baytihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim Amma ba'd fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to our listeners from Sirius FM Radio Al-Ansar International and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah to another edition of Q&A on this day, the 10th Jumad Al-Ukhra 1445, corresponding with the 24th of December 2023, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group with the esteemed, um, with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, whom we have on the line at the moment. Now, if you have a question, please address it to the WhatsApp number for our local listeners, 084-786-3132, and our international listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Before we proceed with our questions, the current Islamic economic indicators are as follows. Zakah is 8,700 rands. The Mahar Fatimi is 23,000 rands. The minimum Hanafi Mahar is 500 rand. And the minimum Maliki Madhab is 175 rand. And there is no minimum for the Shafis and the Hanbalis. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mufti Sab. Um, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'ana Khalid Yaqub. Jazakallahu khairan to you and to Brother Dawood Monli there. Our first, quest- first question, Mufti Sab, is I am in Masjid al-Aqsa, leaving for Makkah on Wednesday can I read two rakah sunnah salah after fajr salah? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Before we continue with our Q&A, so let us just make few announcements and then we'll give you the news breaking on the Haaretz newspaper and then we'll answer the question. We all heard on Friday that our brother Maulana Salim Muhammad, a my student also for several years, and he graduated in Darulum in '96. He completed his hifz of the Noble Quran at Darulum, and then he became a alim. And he hails from Peter Marisburg, and he served the community of Marisburg for over 25, 26 years. Mashallah, Allah Jalla Wala accept all his khidmat and services that he 
surrendered to the community. He married also a lady from Cape Town whose brother was studying there at Darulum, Newcastle, Moana Qasim Bosch, and who performed the janazah of all four, of Moana Salim Muhammad, his wife, Appa Nadia, and Moana Bosch, Moana Salim's, you know, children, and Moana Qasim Bosch, nephew and niece, Rukiya and Yahya. So, mashallah, Moana Salim Muhammad spent eight, nine years at Darulum, Newcastle, and mashallah, his son, Yahya was also becoming a Hafiz. I spoke to Mohan Abdul Aziz Amot and he told me this was the biggest ever Janaza funeral prayer in the history of Peter Marisburg, packed, packed to capacity there at the cemetery graveyard. Mohan Bosch was the Imam. They read one Salatul Janaza for all for Allahumma khfillahum wa rahamhum wa sakinhum fil jannah Allahumma zukhum jannatal firdaus al-a'la Allahumma nquluhum min dhiqil uhud ila jannat ka jannatil khulud fi sidrim makhdud wa talihim mandud wa zillim mamdud ya ghafur ya wadud every time we hear somebody passes away with iman and islam read the following dua surah 14 verse 41 rabbana ighfir li wa li walidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab oh beloved allah forgive me forgive my beloved parents and forgive the believers the day the reckoning is established so we should keep on making this dua for all the amwat and all the deceased our shuhada in Gaza in Palestine and all parts of the world our mujahideen who have gone and fought in the path of Allah till they made the supreme sacrifice our daughter our sister Kothar Allah Jalla Allah grant you the sabr Allah grant you you lost the father you you lost a mother, you lost a brother and a sister. Allah Jalla wala make it easy for you. Allah Ta'ala grant you sabre jameel and to the entire family, both sides, Moha Salim's family and to Appa's family and that is Anadia, our cousin Bosch Mulana and the family as well. So that's one announcement we had to make. Second announcement is this, that mashallah, that we have some good news coming from Palestine. We said that the first question is to do with Majud al-Aqsa. I'm reading from the Haaretz newspaper, day 79, 14 IDF soldiers killed in Gaza over weekend. We say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. They are dispatched straight to the hellfire, and we're very happy about that, and we pray, and we cry to all, Allah, that Hamas must give the Israelis and the Jutlas. I want to teach you one dua today, and we will repeat during the two hours till four o'clock the hadith is in Bukhari Sharif it's few words learn it Allahumma shdud Allahumma shdud wata'ataka 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 Allahumma shdud wata'ataka then you say alal yahudi zalimin Allahumma shdud wata'ataka Alal Yahudi Zalimin. Oh Allah, you tighten your grip 
and you trample and you crumb make the jutlas crumble to pieces ya allah allahumma shdud wat ataka alal yahudi zalimin those of you who know arabic you can add words allahumma shdud wat ataka ala juyushil israeliyin wa ala juyushil amerikiyin wa ala a'da'id-din ya allah you crush and you let them crumble and tighten your grip on the Israeli army and the American army and all those who are assisting them and those who are helping them in one way or the other one more time 14 IDF soldiers killed in Gaza over weekend and we say Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Allahumma shdud wat'ataka alal yahudi zalimeen IDF says more good news IDF says 36 Israeli soldiers wounded over the weekend in Gaza fighting. Let me be honest with you. I have Quran in my hand. I don't believe the figures of 12 and 36. It's very much downplayed, you must remember. So the 12 will be 25, 130, 40, or oh, and the 36 injured and wounded is much more. It might be 70, 60, 80. So Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. France boosts security at churches for Christmas period. You see that? Hamas run Gaza health ministry says at least 166 people of Gaza killed, martyred remember in the past 24 hours. I heard this twice on BBC this morning. You all must remember this. This is what Israel did in the weekend. They took 137 Palestinians, put them in one place, executed them, and then just dumped them in some pit or something. When they asked the Israeli army to comment, they say, Hayazi, we don't know. They are murderers, they swines, you must remember that. The only nation whom Almighty Allah has mentioned in the Quran and transformed them into swines and monkeys, Quran says. Surah 5, verse number 60, so may Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah destroy and decimate and others apartheid entity and the whole of Israel. The IDF thwarts most of Hamas attacks but pays heavily for the few that succeeded. You see that? So much so the Christians there in Gaza they have already cancelled all celebrations for Christmas and so forth in solidarity with the Muslims and the people of Palestine and so forth. You know Christmas is one of their most important events because Jesus, Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam, we as Muslims also believe Wulida Isa alayhi salatu salam fi bayti lahmin that Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam he was his milad mubarak took place you must remember there in Bethlehem so you must remember that so in Baytul Ahmin we say and the Hadith in Tabarani and Bayhaki so what happens Jesus peace be upon him is a Palestinian and we must remember that today I spoke with Allah's help Allah's mercy in the Majlis day in Masjid Sabri we'll send it out the podcast inshallah and my brother today is Bonface the engineer that he will inshallah in 
concluded day in our log at 6 o'clock during my fiqh program we will play the program out is in English Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam and Christmas what are the facts what are the fiction and so forth and so on so you can listen to it inshallah all you Christians you need to just answer one question or make it two three questions that number one is this the Puritan Parliament of Britain the Puritan Parliament of Britain in the year 1647 they banned Christmas celebrations and they said that this is a pagan custom if you know anything about the northern hemisphere you will know that the 21st of December is the shortest day because it is now you know for them there is winter and so forth so it's the shortest day so the people would feel so cold 21st December 22nd, 23rd, 24th and they could even gauge the temperature, you know, by the so-called the intensity and then what happens on the 25th, some glimmer of light came, sun and so forth so then they started celebrating the sun god, the sun god, all this is kufr and shirk and blasphemy as far as we Muslims are concerned so that is what is meant by the pagan custom, so this was in those days, but today's Christians say they're no more celebrating the sun God, they're celebrating the son of God, Allah forbid, another kufr, another blasphemy and so forth. Do you really believe that Jesus was born on the 25th of December? An absolute lie and fabrication. The Quran rejects it and remember your Bible also rejects it. Where does the Quran reject it? Go read Surah Maryam, the chapter dedicated to Mary, chapter 19 verses 23, 24, 25 and see to O Sayyidah Maryam, O Mary the Virgin O Maryam Al-Batul Al-Azra, Al-Batul are her titles, Azra the Virgin and Batul the one who moved away from a toxic society to a pure and chaste society, so remember that, so she Sayyidah Maryam was commanded by Allah just shake the tree and the fresh fresh ripe ripe dates will fall so that's in the summer months June July not in December mid December and mid winter so that's rejected obviously go to the Bible to look go look in Luke L-U-K-E and chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 you Christians or anybody else and go see that the shepherds were taking their sheep for grazing and they'll never take their animals for grazing during midwinter the sheep will die so remember it was midsummer time when Jesus Nabi Isa Islam's Milad Mubarak took place so this is what you must answer Christians they're making you all fools remember that they you're going to celebrate tonight Christmas Eve and tomorrow Christmas 1647 the British Parliament the Puritan Parliament said is a pagan custom number two it was the people they used to celebrate son God and now they celebrating son of God all that rejected and blasphemy of the highest order and third one you must remember Jesus Milad Mubarak honorable birth took place during the summer months in Palestine 
and that's in June, July, and not in December, midwinter. You go ask your priest, your pope, your pa- your pastor, whoever. Show me in the Bible where is it mentioned that or any authentic source that you can call authentic in Christendom that Jesus was born on 25th December. They're making you fools, O oh Christians, because they know you, the Christians, masses are asses and they are fooling you. Like Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, let's come to the question. The question is this, you from South Africa, you from America, you from Hong Kong or wherever, currently you are in Masjid al-Aqsa. We say, Hani and Lakum, we encourage every one of you. Wherever you are in the world, don't forget Gaza. Never ever. Gaza fiha al-Issa. Gaza brought honor to this Ummah. This Ummah that doesn't have any honor left because they busy with Bollywood, Robin Hood and Shaitanhood and Hollywood so we must get back to our basics and understand that the only way this Ummah will learn about Isra and honor is through Jihad and we must come back to our basics so that is what Hamas have done that they have changed the whole landscape in the world so the hadith is mentioned Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu honorable spouse Umm Salama radiallahu anha reports the hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood and wherein she states Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the master alayhi salatu salam said Man ahalla bihajjatin aw umratim min al-majjid al-aqsa whosoever performs the umrah or hajj from majjid al-aqsa meaning you fasten your ihram there within the precincts of majjid al-aqsa then three things will happen Ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min your previous sins will be forgiven your future sins will be forgiven and you yourself inshallah with the grace and mercy of almighty Allah will enter Jannah so the hadith in Abu Dawood so alhamdulillah rabbil alameen 2002 my wife myself we managed to do that with the grace mercy benevolence of almighty Allah jallawala. everything went very smooth and remember that Ummah she left from Medina Munawwara, came to Aqsa al-Mubarak, and then she fastened the ihram, the ihram of ladies, or normal clothes, but made intention there, and then from there she went to Makkah, performed Umrah with the family, and so forth. Imagine, so you have Sahaba, male and female, who practice on this, so therefore we say, they say it's highly recommended. If you are speaking about the two rakat nafil salat, you, you called it sunnah, it's not a sunnah salat, it's a nafil salat. So you must remember that you cannot read it after Fajr, brother. You read it ishraq time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes after sunrise. And if you have to leave for Jordan and the border quickly, so read it the hajjud time, mashallah, two hours, three hours before sunrise. And in that way there, it will be your last day that Aqsa so you wake up early you are in the Hashimi hotel I assume and presume give salams to our brother there they know me well with Allah's help so you must remember that in that way you make dua 
Ma'af and everything there. But then you then you mustn't make the two rakat salat there. So you must make the two rakat salat in Majidul Aqsa before the Fajr Adhan goes. If they don't open it, then remember what you do, that you read it the Hajjud time in your hotel, but the niyat you make there in Aqsa. So the niyat that you will make in the precincts of Aqsa, how you will make the niyat, Allahumma inni uridul umrata fayassir hali wa taqabbalha minni O Almighty Allah I make intention for umrah make it easy for me accept it from us and in any language you can do so so if you can't manage then just make the niyat at least inside the masjid and then you read your labbaik everything there you will go in the state of ihram in the state of consecration to the masjid remember that so and then after fajr immediately you come out and then you must I don't know what your problem or your program with Nashta that first you have Nashta then Rasta that first your breakfast and then you move it up you must allow time for border these Jutlas Harami super terrorists remember that sometimes they, they deliberately delay you because they will try and interrogate you and ask you 101 questions so you need to allow time for all that as well with the holiday season now in full swing, somehow we find the Muslims dropping the guard and higher. My question is concerning young married women taking holidays without a mahram. What are the consequences and punishment of these journeys taken to far off destinations? Almighty Allah Jalla teaches us in Surah 28, chapter 28, verses 24, 25, 26, the story of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam and how he met Nabi Shu'ib alayhi salatu salam, who subsequently became his father-in-law. When the rumor spread there in Egypt that, O oh, Musa, salam, they, the Pharaoh, they have sent out their hit squads and they are going to try and assassinate you. So he left Egypt and went to Madian. He didn't even know anybody in Madian. And he asked Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. So whenever we are traveling, then read and recite the following dua and supplication. Enshrined in the Noble Quran, chapter 28, verse 24. Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khairin faqeer. Oh, my beloved Allah, whatever goodness you are sending down from the heavens and the skies, I am dependent, I am in need, I am a, a pauper, yeah, Allah, I am a total stranger. You give me that and so forth. Yeah, and remember that now Allah Ta'ala has chosen him for a great task and so forth, but now he doesn't know. He sees two honorable ladies standing one side because they had haya and shame. They were not mingling with the men. He asked them what's your story they said our widow and her brothers our father is very old when the men fill up all their buckets and go then we go and fill it up he took their buckets he filled it up everything the two sisters went home very very quickly early compared to other times they related and narrated
related the episode, the incident to their honorable father. Then the father sent her, Safura, radiallahu anha, who subsequently becomes the honorable wife of Nabi Musa, salam, of Prophet Moses, of Moshi, as the Jutlas were Haramis would say. So you must remember that Nabi Musa, salam, then she comes to call him, my father is calling you. All of you, my sisters, married, not married, listen what Allah says. Chapter number 28, verse 25. That she came to call him. So she, she subsequently became his wife, Nabi Musa, his wife, Safura. She walked her gait, G-A-I-T. Her style of walking was so bashful, so much haya, so much shame, so much modesty. And Allah is praising her modesty, subhanallah. Then she said, Inna abiyad uka liyajaziyaka ajrama saqayta lana. He, my father, he says, you did us such a big favor. He wants to recompense you and repay you. So remember, Nabi Musa, alayhi salam, walked in front. There was no real talking. And see, sisters, then if he had to go straight, she had small pebbles in her hand. She would just throw the pebble and he knew he had to go straight. If he had to go right inside and turn, she threw the pebble on the right hand side if he, she he had to go the left hand side she threw the pebble in the left hand side so she was the GPS you know nowadays she was the tom tom but no all that making noise there and all that yeah, she just gave the instructions via the pebbles and so forth Haya, shame modesty morality so which is an integral part of Iman Imam Malik rahimahullah mentions in what time Imam Malik for every religion you must remember there's a unique feature characteristic the unique feature character, characteristic of Islam and Iman is our haya, our shame our modesty Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said go open Mishka Sharif Mustafa Ahmed all that you will find it Idalam when you don't have haya shame modesty you will do whatever you want to it's not only they are to blame the young young women going here and there and going for a jol and a party and what and what alone the husbands need to be given 100 lashes and 50 lashes and 20 lashes they became the youth they are allowed the wives to roam around and go here and there alone and they're happy about it therefore Nabi alayhi salam said such husbands you call them kakul in English you call them in Islamic terminology the youth the hadith is mentioned in Sunan Nasai Lam Jannah. they will not enter Jannah and paradise but you see the truth of the matter is this we have to speak the truth we don't have to carry favor with any person any organization any politician any government when the selection of the spouse came then if you look at the Muslim 
Muslim men. Leave others Muslim men. Majority of them, we don't say all, but majority of them, the first criteria is only beauty. Regarding the character, piety, salat, the belief system, all that is by the way. So remember, that's not the priority. So the beauty is the priority, remember that. And whether she's Shia, whether she's Qadiani, whether Agahani, that Aprichalak, we'll see all that afterwards. So we must be sure to get our priorities right. When you look at the lady who's getting married, her, she, herself, and her family, what is their priority? Their priority is this, what's your bank balance, Mota? Tell us, what are you? What are your assets? What are your liabilities? What are... So they say, ah, this guy is the right guy. See, he came not with the Mini and with the Toyota and all that we have to make Istihara. He came with the 200, 300, 500 mark. He came with the BM series, 7 series, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million car. So these are the guys we like. So be my wife, you see. So that is our priority. Quran speaks of this. Chapter 24, Surah Nur, verse 26. Al-Khabithat lil-Khabithin wal-Khabithuna lil-Khabithat one is you have tayyib the husband is tayyib the wife is tayyib are you pure your wealth your beauty okay you can look at that but that's not priority number one priority number one must be the piety the belief structure the character and so forth first for that indeen so the hadith is authentic in Mishkat Sharif so here also that's the mistake we are making absolutely haram for the ladies to roam around here and there and everywhere you can't go for Umrah alone without your husband, without your mahram, your father, your brother or your son, Balir son mature son with you, according to all four schools, absolutely haram it is, so what do we talk about roaming around for holidays and here and there, so no we're just going here to go check little bit, so we're going to Dubai we're going to India, we're going to London we're going to New York, we're going to Hong Kong, we're going to Hamanskral and where and where, so therefore brothers, sisters, see the crime. So, you see, half the people driving there for New Christmas, New Year, me for years, I stay at home. You must remember that. So, why too many drunkies on our roads? You know drunkies. Guys who are totally drunk, you must remember that. They can bring more police, more what? It helps nothing. Why? In fact, your, your, your statistics as it stands today, it seems will be more than last year why? You know, they solve the problem, the Western world democracies, when they have a pandemic, when they have AIDS and all that, the real pandemic, as they call it, not the pandemic and the scamdemic of COVID and all that big, big lies they were telling you. So you must remember when they really had the pandemic of AIDS, then at the airports and here and there, they were giving everybody a, co- a condom. Can you believe that? Go and solve the problem. Punish the people for fornication, adultery, and all that. Your school children there who just finished primary school or in primary school, they're already pregnant, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. So what do you really expect? Your laws encourage all these vices and sins and so forth. So that is the problem. So you encourage alcohol. See, I show you. 
Now you are on the plane. This is a smoke-free plane. In the laboratory also, they have smoke detectors. Every plane you will hear this on left and SAA and what and what and what plane these nowadays. Half the planes also died now. Kukula. What? Kulula. And I mean, they say Kukula. Kulula and Mango and one time and I don't know, nationwide and how many planes I went, they all died, you know. So anyway, when I went last week to the airport, one week, two weeks ago, so I had to come to Durban, so I went to the counter SAA. I said, you know, you'll died and then you'll came back. You were resuscitated. Just show me how many Voyager miles I got there, please. So that lady even started smiling, you know. She said, yeah. We also came back from, you know, life support and so forth. So remember this, they'll tell you no smoking. When the plane just moves and now you can remove your safety belt and what have you, then they start serving. First thing, they'll bring alcohol. You'll see that? So I'm asking you, which one is more harmful? Who is Dennis the Menace? Is it smoking or is it alcohol? So from top, you must remember, we got the Jamaat of drunkies. The Jamaat, the group of people who are drunk. You must remember, drunk for power. And as long as they can make money with alcohol, they will just keep quiet. That is the real problem. Allah protect us all. Inshallah, we will now take a break and then proceed with our second segment after the break. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132.